0: Warhammer fantasy news, hobby, lore, and more. Welcome to the Wargames Orchard with Nathan and GJ. Did somebody say updates? This is the Wargames Orchard. Welcome to the show. It's GJ tonight and I'm going to do a little brief episode tonight because I am basically swamped. I didn't have time to prepare anything for a regular episode and I also haven't had too much time to do hobbying. So I thought I'd combine a little bit of painting with uh, doing also a little brief Podcast episode because there is uh, some stuff that I love to talk about, and that is that we are getting a lot of updates. There are there's some exciting new stuff on the horizons. The reason I wanted to put out this episode right now is because next weekend it will be Warhammer Fest, and. We have got confirmation that at Warhammer Fest, specifically on Sunday afternoon, I believe around 2 p.m. UK time, London time, there will be an update for Warhammer the Old World. So it will be exciting to see what will be released and that will definitely be something that we will talk about next week in the next episode. Um, I, I'm, i yeah, getting rather optimistic about this whole old world project. It might be because they are bringing back Bretonians, and because we are getting some... It seems to be finally getting somewhere after a long radio silence, uh, several long radio silences. So, yeah, I, I'm not sure yet what to expect if there will be an old world update this year it would be nice because this is the 40th anniversary of warhammer 40 years ago 1983 if you've listened to the podcast then you know we've been back to 1983 Um, 40 years ago warhammer was first released so it would be nice and thematic to have a New Warhammer set that's being released 40 years after the old one. But, well, we all know that uh, COVID has messed up stuff really badly. Especially uh, planning-wise. Um, Not to mention some people as well, of course. And... Uh, there is also a new 40k edition this year. So... Would Games Workshop release both a new fantasy edition and a new 40k edition in the same year? I wouldn't be surprised if they do and I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. It's just one of the things that's uh, a little bit unpredictable about Games Workshop. There, There are patterns but they also... Not above breaking their own patterns. So yeah, not really much we can say about that, I'm afraid. There are also some other updates. Um, Before I jump off into a paint tremble about uh, what I'm currently doing at the moment. um, I just saw a video about a project that I've been keeping an eye on for... A little while, uh, several months at least, maybe even longer, maybe even a year or so. And that project is called Chaos Rising. It is a fan-made film. It was supposed to be a 20-minute film, um, 20-minute video that will be released to YouTube. And that's a, basically it's it's a small action movie about a Bretonia village that's being invaded by uh, Chaos Norse Marauders. Now of course because of copyright reasons uh, these are not called Bretonians but Bretons and Chaos is uh, still free of copyright we can still use Chaos I mean the ancient Babylonians used it to explain where the universe came from so I don't think GW can copyright that Um, (laughs) which probably won't stop them from trying But yeah, uh, Chaos vs. Bretonia vs. Bretons. Um, It will be released somewhere this year. They're still working on getting it finished. And um, from what I've seen so far, I think this is going to be one of those projects that, if you're a Warhammer fan, you can definitely enjoy it. And even if you're not a Warhammer fan, you can probably appreciate the effort that's being put in by a group of driven individuals. So, that's a project, they've got their own Discord channel, Chaos Rising, they have their own uh, YouTube channel. Um, I definitely encourage you to check it out and to see, to keep an eye out on updates. Um, This project has been announced a long time ago I don't even remember how many years ago it was that I first saw of it or heard of it. I think they did a Kickstarter campaign and everything. They also did some nice funny videos. In the meantime, they showed you some production shots of people getting murdered in very gruesome ways. They had an... Um, oh, that was one of my favorites. So they had an update an update video, which was a, a North Marauder training regime where you were basically throwing axes and, and picking up little old ladies and stuff like that, uh, uh, just doing those those exercises you might do at the gym, but then in a very KLC, uh, Marauder-like style. Um, they, these guys, they, they know and they love their material very well, it shows. So give them a follow, give them a like, um, definitely keep an eye out on what's going to be produced by them. Speaking of things that are being produced by people, we also have some some updates in our Wargames Orchard uh, Facebook group, our Warhammer Orchard Facebook group, I should say. I always mix up the names, but the podcast is called Wargames Orchard. And the Facebook group is called the Warhammer Orchard. So um, if you are on Facebook or if you're not on Facebook, you can head over there in the Warhammer Orchard Facebook group. We've got some lovely pictures by uh, Thomas Thomas Wood. He is avidly uh, collecting Chaos Dwarfs, and he paints them up to a really nice standard. Uh, very well done, Thomas. And he has uh, he posted up two pictures recently. One of them is about a Chaos Dwarf sorceress with a tiny little Chaos Dwarf child. They're both on the same base. And they are very busy sacrificing that poor little tied up slayer from the Battle for Skull Boss set. Uh, he's being tossed into the boiling lava. Um, yeah, it d- depends on which side of the which side of the coin you you take, which which side of the conflict you take, but um, as as somebody who is Enjoying both regular dwarves and chaos dwarves. This is a scene that I uh, I can really appreciate very well done uh, very well thought out to uh, see how it's being tossed into the lava with base and all and There's also some hobgoblins some of the uh, Nasty skulkers or the sneaky sneaky skulkers. I I always keep forgetting their name Uh, the, the hobgoblin assassins with the two swords they are standing around the table with knives drawn and they are all playing a card game. I don't know how you managed to, to paint the, the little diamonds and the spades on the cards. Um, there's a pile of money in the center and some money at, uh, at each of the players. Uh, very well done, very nice terrain piece and also some, some lovely tents there. Um, Thomas, thanks for sharing, I love your setup, Uh, please keep them coming, and for everybody else who is in the Facebook group, uh, please also keep them coming, those lovely pictures of your models, your projects that you're working on. Speaking of projects that I'm working on, and stuff that I should maybe be working on, um, (laughs) those two don't really match up. I have been... I, well, I've just been very busy lately, I've, I've, been, I've been swamped, and um, the reason for that is because I have, a, uh, first of all I'm very busy at work at the moment, I have my regular job which is for 3 days a week, and besides that I also have my own business, my own small business and um, the projects for that have also been keeping have been coming in keeping coming in Uh, they keep coming in so yeah that's uh, that's a good thing because more projects means more money but more projects also means less time for hobby stuff including reading up on the forces of fantasy which is going to be the next big step in the uh, Warhammer timeline that we are going to do so we have finished 1983 the next time we get onto our time machine we will go to 1984 uh, where we will see some announcements and then finally the release of uh, forces of fantasy the the first edition supplement Uh, i'm really looking forward to to that and to diving into that one i'm Really curious to see what they changed uh, with regards to first edition and how uh, this this edition would play. Um, yeah, just, just what's new and what's been changed. But yeah, like I said, I've just been very busy with work and also uh, my family's been also keeping me busy. Um, a little bit of background information here. This This is not too... ...to complain or to say how sad I am or anything... ...because I still feel very blessed with everything that's going on. But uh, in spring of 2020... ...I contracted COVID... ...and that just didn't go away for over two years. So it took me two years to get rid of it. Uh, we, had a, we had a small kid... Um, ...and we had the second one was uh, was on the way... So basically my wife had to take care of three infants that couldn't really do much. And uh, that has been taxing on her. Uh, try to do that for an extended period of time and it will just drain you. So I think the reason that she did that is why at the moment she is herself feeling a little bit under the weather. Um, Very, very tired when she comes home from work. uh, Not much energy left. Uh, So usually most of the the housekeeping, at least for the the past few weeks, has come down to me. And I don't mind that at all. I, I, um, I love doing it. I love being able to pay her back for all the time and effort she put in I'm very grateful for for what she did during those past two years, two and a half years and it's very understandable that now it's her turn to to crash a little bit and um, yeah, to, to feel a little bit tired and uh, rest up so uh, I don't mind it at all uh, well, <laughs> I don't mind it because it, I, I don't like for, for my wife to be um or to be not healthy. I, I do want her to be uh, to be feeling well, of course, but it's not that I resent uh taking care of the of the house or the children or anything and I've I finally got some energy to spare so I can I can do that uh, for the first time in a couple of years so I'm I'm really grateful for that as well. Um but yeah that that is something that uh, does take away from uh, from my hobby time. And this, is, this does sound very selfish when I put it like this, but I do hope you understand how I mean this. This is no resentment at all. This is just stating the facts. Uh, sometimes things have to take preference over painting little plastic toy soldiers. So the spare, sparse amount of time I do have... Um, which is usually in the evenings, I have to divide between cleaning up after the kids and cleaning the kitchen, and uh, sometimes I have some other engagements in the evening. Uh, Sometimes uh, there's uh, uh, there's some stuff that I need to do. uh, Yesterday, for example, I had to borrow my my in-laws' car uh, because I had to go to a job interview which didn't turn out to be the job that I wanted. Um it it was a little bit yeah, how shall I say? I I had a different idea of what the work and the company would be when I when I applied and when I had the initial uh, conference call over over whatsapp video and then when i finally got there uh, it, it it didn't pan out it didn't turn out to be what i had expected it to be and that might just be that i'm not the right person for that job and i'm not going to name the company because i do not wish them uh, any bad publicity uh, it seems like a like a good legit company but there were just some things that, that bothered me, uh, some some things where they were a little bit unprofessional, sending me to the wrong floor uh, in the building that they were in. Um, I was planned in for a time when there was also another person present for a job interview and then before my interview was done, the next person was already standing there as well, so that that all came together. And then in the end, they said, well, tomorrow we have a training session, uh, so can I sign you up for that? And I thought, well, let's uh, hold your horses a little bit. I'm going to think this over. And even before I got home, I said, well, no, this, I don't think I'm going to do this. I then uh, told my wife when she got home from work later that evening. And she also said, the more I talked, the more she said, no, nah, this is not the job for you. You shouldn't do this. So, yeah, i'm I'm sort of back to square one on the job hunt. Um, not quite exactly square one because there is one thing now that I've learned that I do not want to do, but yeah, I still don't know what I want to do full time. Uh, well, I know what I want to do, but I don't know how to turn that into a profit that can support a family so yeah if you have any suggestions how i could for example make it as a uh, as a writer or an editor or something like that or uh, maybe do stuff with miniatures um, those are a couple of things that i love and that i'd love to do full-time if i had the opportunity so yeah that's uh, um there's a little bit of the situation that I'm in right now, uh, also with my own company. I've I've got some big projects lined up. I'm translating a book at the moment, and just as I had as I took on that assignment, um, a cousin of my wife's, uh, who who also has his own company, he has uh, he has a big company with several people in his employment uh he he came to us and he said well i i've got an an employee that's i want to keep her in my company but she's not very good with uh, with writing especially with uh, writing in dutch um so he, he needs someone to coach her which is something that i do and it's also fun to do and it's also something that's um well it's 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 something that pays the bills as well so so that's good it's not um i I don't have to do it for free or anything but it's also something that takes away from the time that i would usually spend translating a very busy period at my regular day job where we have all kinds of deadlines and we're running behind and um well, we do have to put out a magazine every two months and uh, the, the, we, we simply don't have enough manpower to get everything done. And then uh, the boss also has those bright ideas of, well, let's take another hour off of each week where we uh, discuss what we are going to do that week. And I would rather just do what I want, what I need to do that week instead of discuss it. But well... He's the one that pays my salary, so basically he gets to decide what I have to do with my time. Um, yeah, so so I shouldn't complain in that department. There's, there's plenty of work to do. Uh, very glad for that, very grateful for that. Um, but yeah, I would love to spend a little bit more time with my hobbies, with my miniatures. I've still got the Call of the Crown challenge that I'm running... And uh still doing that with um st- still having a lot of fun doing that, but it's now when I'm recording the twenty fifth of April, and I still haven't started my own entries for April. I haven't started my own entry for the April Orchard challenge. Uh, and that's all because I thought, well. I can do those little Swiss Guard Empire Halberdias that I wanted to do, plus a Warrior Priest. I mean, there's only 42 of them. I'm using Contrast paints. How difficult can it be? It turns out that if you paint striped uniforms, then, yeah, it can definitely be a little bit difficult. So, I'm working on those. I do want to finish them before May the 6th, because May the 6th is the... The date of the last stand of the Swiss Guard. And I would love to be able to present them then. They will definitely not be painted to any sort of standard. uh, That would be. Say acceptable in a competition level. But I'm happy to be able to finish them. These weren't the best miniatures to start out with. They They were all. Uh, they, they had all been painted previously, I tossed them in the stripper fluid, and, and well, sometimes they just were uh, too clogged up to get all the paint off. Um, the, the, the glue was has, has been on there all over the place. I've been trying to clean them up as best as I could, but yeah, these will never be the best miniatures, um, so... I don't know why I took them for this project, maybe I should have made it easier on myself and just take some new state troops off of the sprue and um, get those done, but yeah, uh, that's a little bit late for that, well I guess there's always next year for this project, but uh, I would like to finish it this year. Um, so that's, that's something that I'm working on currently. I'm curious to see if I will be able to finish it. I have already decided that I'm going to take a mulligan for my own two Call of the Crown armies. Um, the ogres that I'm doing, I only need to do Paint, Creases, Gold, Tooth. Uh, I'm saying only, but yeah, he's still a big miniature, but I can do him in a month. And for the Beastman army, um... I'm probably just going to finish off the minotaurs that I have here, I've got uh, 11 more minotaurs to go. They've all been already base coated with the, the browns and the skin tones. I just need to do the weapons and armor and, and add some highlights and everything to uh, to what I've already painted. And I think after that, I'm just going to say, well, that's enough for the beastmen. I think by that time, I will have done, I think about six or seven thousand points worth of beastmen, uh, plus a thousand points of ogres, which is uh, definitely more than most people did for the challenge. It's also definitely painted to a lower standard than most people have have done. But yeah, that's. Um, I'm not going to worry about that too much. Uh, I've got so many miniatures that I can't do everyone to a high standard, even if I were able to paint to a high standard. I do plan on doing some to a higher standard to, to see just how far I can push my own painting level and my own painting skills. But for me at the moment, the most important part of this is to get... Miniatures painted there so that I can feel them on the table at some point. So yeah, that's the the update, I guess, for this week. It's been mostly about news and um, the other ramblings about the, the, the whole personal situation. Uh, I do wanted to share with you a little bit to, just to let you know that updates for the wargames orchard might be a little bit slow in coming in the coming weeks or months even i will be trying to keep to a weekly schedule but at this point i just simply can't make any definite promises um nathan's also uh very busy he's been uh uh, he's been difficult to get a hold of so i'm i'm happy to run the podcast uh, for the time being but uh, yeah, that's, that's just um, uh, a lot of my shoulders at the moment. Um, now, I do have to say that I perform best under pressure. So having a lot of on my shoulders is also the, the time and the area where I get the most things done, uh, where I'm basically in my own element so yeah that's uh, I- I'm uh, like I said I'm not complaining or anything uh, it's just to give you a little bit of context there um, I do of course feel feel bad for my wife that she is now in need of recuperating and I do hope that my assessment of the situation is correct and that is not something else that's been bugging her um, she did test positively for covid a few weeks ago so yeah it might be that she's still also recuperating from that but this is something that's been going on for a while longer so i think it's just being a little bit um how did bilbo say it Uh, spread out uh, butter scraped out over too much too much bread uh, situation so that's what i think is going on here um yeah I know uh, you probably know that I am a religious person this is this is a, a hobby podcast so I don't want to bring religion into it too much but I would like to ask you if you are the praying kind then uh, please consider praying for us uh, for our family especially for my wife and for a speedy recovery as well I will definitely be back next week to discuss what has been revealed at Warhammer Fest. I am hoping to see some more definite stuff about the old world. But there's... Oh, dropped the paintball there. Uh, There's also a very real possibility that the reveal is going to be a um, (laughs) a bit of a letdown. It's happened in the past with Games Workshop, so... I'm not getting my hopes up or anything, I'm just really curious to see what is going to happen over at Warhammer Fest next week. I will try to tune in live, can't make any promises yet, but uh, yeah, that's um, that's going to be the plan for now, so I will keep you updated about any old world news and uh, of course also about the uh, the whole personal situation, should anything change there. Um, For now, just expect me to be on a not so regular weekly schedule, Uh, but well, seeing as what the history of the orchard has been up to this point, uh, I don't think really much has been, really much has changed. We've always been on a sort of weekly, sort of regular schedule that sometimes is not so weekly and not so regular. Right, that's going to be it for now. Thank you all very much for listening, and have a great week. Thanks for listening. You can connect with us on Instagram, or email us at wargamesorchard at gmail.com. And don't forget to join us on Facebook at The Warhammer Orchard.